All right, let's chat about Catch Me If You Can. Welcome to Miami Mutual Bank. How may I help you? I'd like to cash this check here, and then and I'd like to take you out for a steak dinner. <laughs> Are you a real-life pilot? I sure am, little lady. The jump seat is open. It's been a while since I've done this. Which one's the jump seat again? Dr. Connors to the ER. Dr. Connors to the ER. This is irrefutable evidence that the defendant is lying. Special Agent Hanratty, FBI. Hello, Carl. You're gonna get caught. It's like Vegas. The house always wins. Some nuts flying around the country posing as a pilot. Call him the James Bond of the sky. Hello, pusher. This is by far the best date I have ever been on. He's a kid. That's why he doesn't have a record. 30 milligrams of codeine every four hours. Do you concur? I concur. Dr. Harris. Yes? Do you concur? Concur with what, sir? <laughs> Ma'am, I'm sorry to have to tell you your son is fudging checks. I have a payroll check here I'd like to cash. I'm working part-time at the church now. Just tell me how much yours and I'll pay you back. $1.3 million. I'll be choosing eight young ladies to be a part of Pan Am's future stewardess program. South America, Australia, Singapore. These are so perfect the bankers even know the difference. What do you want? To apologize. You didn't call to apologize, did you? You have no one else to call. I'm looking for your son. I would never give up my son. If you were a father, you'd know. Stop chasing me. I can't stop. It's my job. You see these people staring at you? They keep peeking over their shoulders, wondering where you're going tonight. Where you going, Frank? Don't tell me not to fly, I've simply got to. If someone takes a spill, it's me and not you. Don't bring around a cloud of terrain on my parade. Sir, we're going to let him get away. Oh, Carl, you let him get away. Nobody had a better brain on my Merry Christmas! Parade. I'm getting close, huh? You will go to prison. You're going to have to catch me. The um, Steven Spielberg film from, was it 2002? This guy. Yeah. That guy. Oh, are they there with you? Yeah, they're just oh, okay. they're hanging. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I told him to be quiet. <laughs> this was Jesse's pick. And I have never seen this. And, and have you guys seen this? I know, Joe, you said you saw it once, but didn't remember. And Jesse, oh, you've seen this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And uh, what'd you guys think? Hey, Joe B, you want to go first for once since you haven't? You're the yes, one who I'll go seen first. It? Ooh. Okay, so I haven't seen this before. Um, it. I had no idea really what to expect. I didn't really know much about it. I think I've seen like a scene or two when I was in film school or something. I don't know. There was something we saw. Um, it was fun though. It's very, um, very Hitchcock. That's what I wrote down. The opening credit sequence is very like psycho and North by Northwest. And it, it's very 60s, which is makes sense because it was in the 60s. So I think they did a really good job with that. And I mean, who doesn't love Steven Spielberg and uh, a good uh, crime thriller film? Um, great cast. Although I will say this might be a hot take. I did not like Tom Hanks in this movie. Whoa. You tell me this guy. You tell me this guy. You didn't like this guy. I just didn't like his accent. It, it didn't right. work for me. 
Hmm. But other than that, I thought it was great. This was a fun movie. It was, uh, I didn't realize it was a true story either. But then I assumed it was because I was like, this this is too, like, the names are too particular and things are too, like, they're too detailed to kind of make this up. So, yeah, I liked it. Though. Overall, I liked it. Wait, what was the part about to make it up? It's too detailed. I was saying to it was like it too, up. it was almost like too detailed to make like this up. Like I it makes sense that it's a true story. Cause like when I was watching, oh, gotcha. I was like, wait, is this a true story? And it, it had that vibe of a true story. So it makes sense. Gotcha. I also really liked this. Um, I, I kind of started to remember it once once it once I was watching it. Um, <clears throat> but like the, the thing that like I see, I actually liked all of the acting pretty much, including Christopher Walken. Uh, but I forgot. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing that I kind of couldn't help but laugh at, because like when I watched this, I think this probably was a lot more like valid. But like, and, and I know people still write checks, but like, I I avoid it at all costs. So like, <laughs> I, I just think it's. <clears throat> I feel like we need a catch me if you can with like a different type of fraud, <laughs> because I. Uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like like waiting. The initial thing was like waiting for the you know the checks to go from like New York to San Francisco took time, and so he had like two weeks to to figure it out or whatever, um, and move on. But I was like, would that work today? I don't. I don't think it would. You want to hear one of my favorite fraud stories of today that maybe we make a movie out of? Sure. Uh, somebody would order stuff on Amazon. And he figured their return process was just like weighing the box to see if it was the item, like if the item was in the box. And then they deal, like the check being dealt with weeks later, they deal with the return weeks later. And so he would buy things. And then this is the best part. He'd fill the box back up with the right weight of dirt. And he'd ship dirt back to Amazon. And he stole like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then they caught him. Oh, that actually happened. Real story. So it would be less exciting Whoa. than like taking planes or just a guy filling boxes with dirt. But how long did the modern keep that going for? Like, what was the timeline? I don't remember. I feel like That's it was impressive. pretty fast. I feel like he was ordering things very fast. I was going to say also, like, if they get more than one box of dirt, they're going to be like, okay, this is getting a little sketchy. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't help but think, and I kind of hate myself for this, but I was like, this would never happen on the blockchain. <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't do the crypto fraud movie no oh that's true but, um, but I, I thought this was it was it was a fun movie i liked i mean it, it was just entertaining it could, and i thought it was one of i actually think this is one of leo's better movies um interesting i also liked christopher walken i feel like that was like a good role for him um i, I kind of liked the story generally like the you know, what he was doing was interesting. It was like very intelligent and like also like the why he did it kind of was nice. Cause like the whole catalyst for the whole thing is when his like parents split up, but like he had this close relationship with his dad and the whole like meeting his mom in France thing. And mm-hmm. um, I, I, I liked it. It was a fun movie. Yeah, I really, I haven't seen it in a long time. And <clears throat> I feel like the first time I saw the movie was like, I feel like it was probably playing on like ABC family, you know, whatever channel it was playing on. And I just so distinctly remember the, uh, the beginning where he like pretends he's the substitute teacher. 
impression. They sent for me. They said they needed a sub for Roberta. I came all the way from, from Dixon. Well, I, I always sub for Roberta. Excuse me, why aren't you reading? Uh, QLs on. I'll Ray. never come back to, to Bellarmine Jefferson again. Please. You tell them not to call me. What do they you think? It's easy for a woman my age and all the money that it costs to travel. It was awesome. Like, that's was like what scene. I think about when I think of this movie, even though it's such not the main part of this movie. Mm -hmm. um but yeah i was watching back and like joe said i just was like oh yeah this is just a fun movie mm -hmm. like the whole thing it's kind of long but it's it's fun i was gonna uh, say i was gonna say i uh it's a long movie that you picked because you usually like a short movie i know and i actually didn't even think of the movie time until like after i picked it and then i went to sit down to, i watched it in two parts actually and i was i started playing it and i was like it's like two hours 20 minutes or something what I mean, I feel like Spielberg. Spielberg, like, yeah. yeah. Spielberg makes sense. But you kind of needed that. I mean, I think parts could have been cut a little bit, but I think for the most part, it was a good length just for the story. Yeah, um, it was good. The other yeah. thing that I was thinking about with regard to it, like how like plausible it was, is like, so like I was thinking like, so this came out in 2002 and I remember flying like the only time I flew before September 11th was in 2000 <clears throat> and they like, you know, I was like a little kid. So they, they actually let me like step into the cockpit cause there wasn't like a, a locked door there at that point. Hmm. And I remember thinking like, Oh, this is so cool. Um, and then when he like kind of just, I forget the the title, but he, where he was like in the, the cockpit, um, I was like, that would never happen. <laughs> No, to, well, yeah. Which I but like also like this came out after September. So I'm sure they were like, you know, figuring out all those rules at this point. But like it, it wasn't probably like quite unrealistic, but it was after. Um, well, this was in the 60s. Yeah. Well, the, the story, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when it when it came out, um, even it probably right. was. Isn't that crazy how much like that affected? everything like because i remember even like you know picking my brother from the airport and you could just like walk in like no problem to the gate yeah yeah it's yeah it's, it's pretty wild but but you could other just than do that, whatever I mean, you wanted he this guy's just jumping on jumping on planes dude it's impressive man i the whole movie i was like first of all wouldn't it get exhausting being on the run the whole time <laughs> second of all very impressive <laughs> i remember too learning about Frank Abengal and like how he faked as a pilot and always thinking forever that he like f actually flew planes and I was like that's so crazy that he just like was a fake pilot and just like flew planes you know and then I was like oh he didn't really he faked as a pilot he wasn't like getting on and being like I'm your pilot everyone else can head out uh right well I, I wrote that like Leo is like or Frank I guess Frank and I feel like this is kind of just like a general note where it almost seemed like he was from the future, like how good he was at everything. Like he knew exactly what was going to happen. And it's like kind of scary. And this guy actually existed. <laughs> but at least he put his, I mean, we won't get to the ending quite yet, but at least he put his, you know, uh, mind to good use towards the end. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, this was, I think it was great. Uh, I also wrote down that Ted Bundy's got nothing on Frank. Ted Bundy's got nothing. <laughs> i still yeah man ted bundy i mean really impressive uh, but like this is like 
this not is that way impressive. More, no, this is way more impressive. <laughs> There's a, I think it's Jim Norton has this whole, he goes off how he's like, everyone says he was so smart, Ted Bundy, but like, no, he represented no. himself and he got the death penalty. Like that's the worst you could do. Like, right. He's an idiot. He was an idiot. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I guess I mean just like running away, like the whole yeah. disguising yourself and everything. I nobody like... found all the bodies that Frank killed <laughs> to this day. Now, Joe, you mentioned that you like the opening scene. Uh, you know, that's why your background is the, yeah, from that, of course. Um, what do you like about it? What's what appeal? What's appealing to you? I, I just like the um, I mean, I thought it was just like a cool little animation and it, you know, did a good job of kind of almost like foreshadowing what was going to happen because like you're like, these two guys are like chasing each other across, you know, airlines and things like that. But which I, of course, did not remember at the time. I just remember looking at it and being like, "Oh, this is cool." And it's re- it's really not much more deep than that. But yeah, um, that's cool. Just curious. After watching the movie and then I thought back on it, I was like, "That actually was pretty cool." Mm-hmm. You should watch a lot of like just watch a lot of Hitchcock intros or movies from like that era. You're gonna get a lot. It's super cool actually to see, and they did a really good job of executing it. Music was amazing. I think that was something that stuck out to me. I thought it was really fun. Still stuck in my head, but it's great. Um, yeah. Did you guys have any, you know, favorite scenes or scenes that you were kind of like, you know, what, what did you like? One that stuck out to me that was just like incredibly like, like I, the whole like wedding thing was like, I was kind of like, did he really do that? <laughs> it just felt so bad for that like family. They had this like whole thing put together. And then he's like, yeah, by the way, that's not even my name. Not right. a lawyer, not a doctor. I got to run. Can you be in Miami tomorrow? And uh, I was just like, oh boy. That, like, mm-hmm. I, I almost wish I could have seen like the, the, like the gatherings reaction when that all happened. Right, right. Also, yeah, I didn't realize that was Amy Adams. I was going like to say, great cast. Ellen Pompeo, Amy Adams, Jennifer Gardner, all the girls and, that he um, hooked up with. Who's, there was one more, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, uh, Elizabeth, Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Yes, Elizabeth Banks. I was like, dang, wow. And I didn't realize they're all similar ages. Like, I, I thought, for some reason, I thought Leo was younger than them, but I guess they're all around the same age. Yeah, very weird. Because uh, for some reason, it feels like Amy Adams has been in Hollywood forever, which she has, but like, I just, I guess, but I, I think of realize. her as being like older in Hollywood, not older, but mm-hmm. like she was so young, I didn't recognize her. I think of like Ricky like, Bobby, or like that's like the movie Ricky, I think yes. of when I think of yeah. her first, but this was before that. So, oh, yeah, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, I think, oh, I was gonna say the planes, the when he starts really ramping up the checks and all the planes are in the bathtub that he's peeling the seal off yeah. of and placing it. And then all the checks are laid out on the floor. Mm-hmm. I did, did enjoy that. It reminded me of like, a, I was talking to Jojo about this a little bit. It's like a, the middle character, like if Jack Dawson grew up to be Jordan Belford, like this is like the middle, oh, yeah. like he, this could literally be both characters in <laughs> from Titanic and Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> it's kind of great. He plays that character so well. But I think for me, one of my favorite scenes was like the uh, the divorce scene. I think just because how it was done, like technically, 
Your father and I are getting a divorce. Ne t'inquiète pas, je suis là. Nothing's gonna change. We're still gonna see each other. Oh, stop it, please, Frank. Don't interrupt. Frank, you don't have to read all of this. Most of it's for your parents. Boring adult business. But this paragraph right here, this is important because it states who you are gonna live with after the divorce, whose custody you will be in. And there's a blank space right here. Elle divorce. Qu'est-ce qui va passer? I want you to go into the kitchen, sit at the table, and put a name down. You can take as long as you want, but when you come back into this room, I want to see a name on that line. Frank, just write that name. This war will be over. It's going to be okay. Dad, what name? Your mother or your father. Just put the name there. It's as simple as that. And don't look so scared. It's not a test. There's no wrong answer. How it was shot and all the sound design and everything, it made you like go in his head and you really felt that anxiety that he was feeling because everyone was asking him questions and he was still processing the thought of everything and um, i mean i've never had to go through that but like i i assume that's somewhat it feels like where you're kind of just like i've had similar situations where you know there's a lot going on and then people start asking you questions that have nothing to do with what you're thinking about and it's like you don't know what to do and it's it can be stressful so i i like I'm that surprised there weren't more moments like when he was the doctor and they call him in for the broken leg you know yeah. things where he's just like oh shit like what do i do like i'm a i'm a fraud you know like mm. they're gonna find me out but i feel like there's very few of those he kind of just knew how to right stay in the background i kind of do wish there was i mean it was impressive and i think that was kind of the point but i do wish there were a little more scenes like the divorce scene where you kind of like where he was like breaking down a little bit and he, they did show that a bit but I, I wanted i guess i wanted more from like the filmmaking standpoint just more mm -hmm. of it more motion. I thought one of the better scenes was kind of what Jesse's background is right now, um, where like he <laughs> went to school and then like ended up teaching the French class. That was so uh, good. And like, like, I mean, I feel like that was him like being like, oh, this is easy. Like, like I feel like he, he just realized it came natural to him. And obviously a lot of that I think is because of his dad. Um, as seen in that uh, in Jesse's background how like when they, they get out and he's just laughing about it because he's like you know what a bunch of suckers you know um but I I, I it kind of makes me want to know like I know uh his dad was in trouble with the IRS presumably about something tax related but like I, I kind of wish we knew more about that because I almost wonder if that somehow like taught him like how like like I, I i wish i feel like that was like a formative thing for him and like i i, I want to know more about that because it probably would help you understand the way he like just like was able to so seamlessly like just bs everybody all the time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. his dad was definitely some kind of con man yeah, yeah. in some some fashion or the other. i mean this is the perfect era to do that i feel like as you know seen in the movie because you can't track phones you can't you know there's nothing i do like the the it came up the few times but it's like why do the yankees always win because everyone's too busy looking at the pinstripes mm -hmm. that is a good one i like that line i love too when he says it some point at the end and they're like no, no, no it's because they have mickey mantle, mickey mantle that's that's what and he's he like no 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 <laughs> it's because really... the pinstripes <laughs> i really like the i mean we'll get to this but like the, the the rest scene at the end i thought that was really cool and really well done 
um, mm-hmm. from an acting standpoint and how he eventually got conned out himself. It's it's just weird because like you're supposed to like like him, but not. I guess I don't know how I felt. <laughs> I was like, does this guy deserve a job? I mean, obviously he should work. He should do this for a living, but like he's a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I just love how it never stops. Like when he's on the flight home, no. and he escapes. You know, it's like he. I love to. I love the scene where he like he fakes, you know, the cough. So in the prison and then Mm -hmm. he disappears and he's like still stumbling in the whole prisons like yeah frank frank you know and like rattling and he's like just like limping down like there's no way he's gonna escape but he has to try (laughs) like just for just for the fun kind of amazing it's fascinating yeah i feel like they'd be shocked if they would treat him that nice every time he kept escaping they were like frank right that's i was confused that they just like like, lock him up and like just toss him in the i don't know strap him to a chair locked up and be like we're taking you back well i think about this so we recently watched like the shawshank redemption and that was kind of my first time watching it and this reminds me of that a little bit and um what's the main guy's name i can't remember um, but the main guy, you know, who's like the, the genius and he like does all their taxes and financial stuff in the prison. He, um, it's like, they still treated him kind of like shit, even though he was doing everything for them. And I was like, I feel like that was a little more realistic just because, and I mean, it, it, this guy's obviously a con man, genius kind of, but like, he's nothing like special. He's not like, a, I don't know, maybe that's how he was treated. I don't know, but I mean, everyone loves him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's why I think Leo is also a perfect choice for this. Who, in which I read that Johnny Depp was originally going to play this. They wanted Johnny Depp originally before Interesting. Leo. Interesting. Because they wanted someone who looked. Like... <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? What'd you say, Joe? They said they, they watched Gilbert Grape and they were. <laughs> but I guess um, I was reading that. So the real Frank, he like looked older than he was. And they wanted someone like that. But Leo looks younger than he actually is. So that was kind of interesting because Johnny Depp looked a little older. But I don't know. I thought Leo was perfect for this. Yeah. I also think, I mean, I don't know how it was back then, but kind of going back to like the family stuff, um, they looked like they had so much fun, you know, without phones and everything. They were just like, (laughs) I guess we have to watch TV together and play some music off the record player. That's our fun. (laughs) Yeah. But then again, that goes with what we always talk about, kind of glorifying the time. So <laughs> mm-hmm. hand in hand. It'll be interesting, you know, in like 50 years, what the like old school I know 2010s are portrayed as. And I'm when so we have like curious. robots and we're like, life was so much better without robots. Remember then? <laughs> right. But I still can't believe how young he was. Like in real life like when this all went down it blows my mind like maybe you have to have the night 
mm-hmm. naivete, naivete of like young. Oh, is naivete okay. yeah, yeah. the right the I white think, phrase? I don't know. Naive, I don't know. Um, right tense. Uh, you know, I feel like to have like be so bullish and like like I could do this. You know, like I'll get away with this. It's impressive. You have to be so confident in yourself. And apparently this guy was super confident. I guess props, Dan. I mean, have you guys ever had a situation where like you kind of like BS your way through something that like you were oh, yeah. unqualified for? Totally. Yeah, same. Like, you know what? It's a skill, it, I feel like. You know what this makes me think of? I, I don't know if like the, uh, what is it? The statute of limitation has passed, so we can't be charged anymore. <laughs> uh, maybe we cut this out uh growing up we like photocopied a free bowling coupon oh yeah right right that but i mean hilarious. it was just the funniest level of like what eight-year-olds like doing what he does but at an eight-year level because we like printed out you know and we're like it looks too new you know and we're like crumpling it up yeah and we're, like, tearing it and we're like this looks right and i just remember being in the bowling alley and uh <laughs> you know being like ter- like i mean it probably was so clear we're like um uh, and, <laughs> and all i remember is he said um do you want a copy like of your scores and we thought he said are these a copy and we were like no 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 and we just like sprinted out the front door basically and then we of course we were like we that was smooth guys that was yeah. well, I think but the, like the amount of, of adrenaline for like a three dollar <laughs> coupon when we were eight was like well the thing is when we when we did have those like usually we'd get those at like birthday parties or something maybe like two to one yeah, or two of get, them and yeah. uh so what we did was we, we probably made like 50 or something and i literally had them well, all in my baseball cap and i remember i took off my cap and they all fell out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. All I remember is using it that one time. I don't know if Joe took him home and bowled through for the rest of his life. I did not. Um, but yeah, I do remember you taking off your hat and you for, for some reason you put them all in your hat. And so there's just like a bowl of them. I'm in the pockets because I was wearing it like those athletic shorts. <laughs> Basically, we all could have been the next Frank. It was very clear. We had, the, we we had the skills. Yep. It was, I remember yeah. we tried to do that with... with uh like pizza coupons at 1.2 oh yes yeah yeah yeah, next yeah, 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 yeah level we just wanted the to next... bowl and have some pizza like come on which is and then it gets more serious so the fake ids start coming out and <laughs> so it's all fun in games when you're doing bowling ga- games and uh pizza but uh <laughs> <laughs> so funny yeah and we'd like to just point directly to this movie to start it off you know as the start of it all right yeah this movie, I think Spielberg made this to inspire kids to be con men and con women. Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm not going to disprove it. I think he would be. Lo- I would. He, he would love to hear that too. <laughs> hey, how'd you get we're in jail? Gonna, See, we Spielberg have locations for this. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. So we do have some locations. Um, I have a little trivia fact I, that I read. Um, the production made use of around 157 locations throughout North America. So there's a lot. Um, but we have two in the app because I don't want to do that whole 157 just right now. Mm-hmm. But we have Frank's house, 
and Frank's uh, school, the schools in Burbank and apartments in Yonkers. So I think a lot of it was California and New York, but, um, but yeah, and I apparently in Quebec, so it was California, New York, New York and Quebec was main, the main locations. Um, and apparently Frank's mom's house was the same house used in Father of the Bride, which I have not seen either. So interesting. Fun facts. Um, yes, yeah, so we have those locations, um, pretty accessible. I also read that um, apparently there's a musical in 2011 based on this. Oh, Catch Me If You Can. It won some Tonys. A fun, a fun play to go see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know how that really... would come off in musical form, but. Well, apparently good because it won a couple Tonys. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Cool. So I would be curious to see it. It'd be kind of fun. I like when they do that, when they turn stories like this into musicals. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, this good, could be a fun one. Now, how do you like normally feel about these types of movies? Like kind of on the run or like not wrongly accused, but on that same level. Um, very nerve wracking. Okay. I usually, I feel like they're not like this one was really fun and not mm. as nerve wracking of like, when's he going to get caught? Cause a lot of it. Yeah. I just think of like, how could you live like this if you were just constantly on the run? Like really in that scene where he calls him, he calls the F Tom Hanks, the FBI guy, Hanratty, and was <laughs> like, just please, like, I'll stop. Just please stop chasing me. And the guy was like, that doesn't work like this. Like, you're going to jail. We will find you. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't stop. And for him to just realize then, like, I will always be on the run. You know, like, it's too far now. There's no going back. I'm always on the run. Like that part, it's like, oh God. Yeah. yeah but- I kind of took that a different way. Cause like, I, I mean, yes, everything you said is just true, but there's also like only like, there was just the Tom Hanks character that was actually into catching this guy. Everyone else seems super indifferent. So I was like, if he could just get this one guy to like retire, get a promotion or whatever, I, I don't know. He could probably just do that like in perpetuity. Like, you know, he, he kind of was winning the game and, you know, had he stepped away and Tom Hanks character wasn't like closely trying to catch him, he probably would have gotten away with it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I they mean, did, they that, did say catch me. actual FBI works, but movie FBI. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it's depicted in real. It's very real. Yeah. I mean, but you um, have to live, you know, like there's the stories of people who live, who've like, kind of similar situations where this where they know the government's after them and it's like even if they don't know if they've stopped or not but so every day they're just like like there was a story with a computer hacker who he was like every morning i'd wake up and think it was the fbi outside my house you know and he was like i even get no weird, like when, for when but when people knock on like our door i'm always like who's that like even though i mean because I feel like knocking on someone's door is not like a norm. I mean, people do it, obviously, but it's not like a. Yeah, know, now it's never thing. someone you want at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's never. <laughs> um, Joe, my question to Jesse was, uh, how do you feel about like on the run movies? Like, what do you do? You like these types of movies generally? Or because I'm curious because you love murder mysteries and this is kind of like similar to that. So I'd just be curious. Yeah, I, I think I think I like it, but I, I think much the same as murder mysteries like a lot Mm. of a lot of it's in the execution like like this was interesting because 
I never really knew what was going to happen. And that's the part that I feel like if you can get that, that part, right. Like I'm probably going to like it, but like, okay. you know, it was like, Oh, you know, we're going to go here. And then like, they're not going to catch us. And they're going to go here and they're not going to catch us. And like, I feel like there was enough, like, like, for example, like when they were in the hotel room and he just like had to like on the spot, pretend he was the secret service. Um, like that, that was like something that like, you're like, Oh, like he's for sure going to get caught here. But like, you know, you, you obviously know he's going to get away somehow, but I had no idea how he was going to do it. Right. Um, so yeah, in that sense, I do like these types of movies, but I do think it's a lot like, it's like execution dependent on like how much you can keep me guessing. Um, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be interesting or maybe really boring in this story, but like if it was solely from the point of view of the FBI, like there was a few like Netflix series, you know, when they were popular, like Mindhunter yeah. and the Unabomber, like dramatized version that were like really good, but they're solely from the point, like you don't really know the criminal right? and you're like right. trying to figure it out and you're getting the clues too. Like, I wonder if something like, this story but purely from the fbi guys point of view See, could that be, would be interesting, interesting like trying to piece it together yeah that would be interesting to, i mean and i think that's something about this where i wish like i think i mentioned this before but i i don't like that i don't like movies like that like spotlight where it's literally from the the reporter or the police's side i just don't like that's not interesting to me i like the actual like chase and i mean Silence of the Lambs is a kind of a different story. I like that. That's a great perspective story from like the FBI or whatever. But usually in most cases, I don't enjoy those types of movies, but it might, I mean, maybe it would make it more interesting. I don't know. And I think for me, like this one, I, I think it wasn't sure which side it wanted to be a little, some of the time I was like, I kind of wish there was more, I guess, I guess one, one side I was hoping that would lead more towards one side than the other. Like I wish, I wish it was more Leo side. I think, in this case, mm-hmm. I will. I will say, like movies like this, I feel like oftentimes, um, to their detriment, will <laughs> um, like do like a ton of flashbacks, and yeah. or, or like fast forwards, or like you know they they show something at the end and then they like bring it back and tell the story. And they kind of did that here because they showed them in the the French prison, um, but it was pretty quick. And so, like, you knew he was going to get caught. But, like, it, it wasn't like they kept, like, reminding you of that. Like, it, it kind of felt like they were like, he's going to get caught. Now we'll start the story. And, and then they just told the story chronologically instead of constantly jumping around. I feel like sometimes when you jump around too much, it kind of loses its effect. Yes. And I think, I think that was probably stylistically chosen because it is a true story and people know. I mean who are familiar with the story, they're going to know what happened. So I think in that case, like, I guess I get why they did that and how they structured everything. But like, if, you know, I didn't know anything about this and I kind of went, I was like, Oh wait, he's caught, you know, like this is literally a movie about him getting, getting caught. And I wish I kind of was questioning whether he would or not at the end, which I guess it did kind of turn out differently, but I guess it I didn't a really expect interesting the ending, so. end with it was at the airport. When he just was like, you'll be back on Monday. You can do, you can fly illegally yeah. under a different name as long as you're back on Monday. <laughs> it's mind blowing. It, it also kind of just made me, it, sometimes, sometimes I feel like I need to be reminded of this, but like, I also think it's like generally true for everyone is like, 
even if what you're really good at is like not great, like check fraud or something like, like if you're like the best at something, like people will, you know, people will want your help with things. And like, I, you know, it's like, this guy's like the best at, you know, detecting fraudulent checks. So like, irrespective of the fact that he like, you know, was a, a huge criminal and had stolen millions of dollars, like he was the best at what, you know, that the FBI could get at doing that. And so they got it. like, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> like if, if you just find like your thing, hopefully it's not check fraud, but. Uh... <laughs> Preferably not illegal, but if it happens to be. We are to the, for the record, we are not promoting anything illegal. <laughs> but if you are going to do check fraud, do it to the best of your ability and maybe you'll get hired by the FBI. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if I learned anything from this movie, that would be it. So, yeah, that's that's the takeaway. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's kind of it's great. I liked the ending because I I did like how Tom Hanks, as much as I didn't like Tom Hanks in this movie, hot take, I liked his character because he was he was true to himself. I feel like, and he actually cared weirdly cared about this guy. I think he saw his potential, so he was like, I should treat him properly so he can work with us. Um, but yeah, and then I guess the ending with the little girl, like he went to where did he? Well, whose house was that? Was that his house or when Leonardo DiCaprio left the plane and he went to the house and he got arrested at the house? I think that was his like Dad. where his mom was living. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'm assuming it's not the same house, but I because there was a little girl and i wonder if that was like a sister or something or like she, she she said like where's your mom and she pointed to his mom so i'm assuming right we're like adopted yeah i don't know, but, I don't know exactly but i liked it it was cool and then he was just like he was like upset so he just like basically arrested himself at that point i liked it like the ending do you guys want to get a ratings or do you have anything else you want to chat about i'm, I'm good to do ratings trade it up uh jesse kick us off I'm going to go straight up 8.2 pilot wings. All right. Solid fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just a solid fun movie. I don't have much more to add that hasn't been said, but uh, slightly long, but good. Yeah. Because it was a, you know, since you're on the run, if it was too short, you'd be like, wasn't on the run that long. Um, 8.2. There you go. Cool. Jump. Uh, I would do, I'm going to do 8.0 buckets of butter. I think, is this like one of the first, like just flat out whole numbers that you've uh, yeah, rated I something? So. <laughs> you did 8.0 though. So I was waiting for like 8.04. I, I'm amending it to 8.01. Just, 8. So 8. 1. just breaks the barrier. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, what, what was your units? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, buckets of butter from the okay. you know, gotcha. Mouse is drowning in butter and churning in butter. I I thought the that prayer. was like a very um, a very cool little phrase or whatever that he kept Fable using. Or what, uh, yeah, I don't know, but I I liked how that kept coming up. You know, the the necklace thing kept coming up. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those is my my that one was fun. You guys didn't steal it first. <laughs> Is that it or anything else you want to say? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'll just, I mean, I kind of already said this. I just think it was 
super fun movie. I actually didn't care about the length. I just thought like it, it kept my attention. Um, I didn't exactly know what was gonna happen, even though I had already seen it because my memory is terrible. But um, yeah, it was just fun. It's exactly what I want in a movie like this. It's just like, keep me guessing and keep the story interesting. And it did that. Cool. Sounds like a success. Um, for me, this was good. I liked it. Uh, wasn't my favorite Spielberg film, but wasn't the worst Spielberg film. Although I don't know a bad Spielberg what, film. So yeah, so what's the worst? I mean, I wouldn't say it's his best, but what's the... Let me see. Hold on. I, let me check his filmography because uh, I don't think he's done a bad movie really, though. There's got to be one. I mean, I haven't seen all of them. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> um... Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. The hot take is building. Hmm. Okay, the Lost World probably is the er, Minority Report. I don't think I like that one. Okay, I'm gonna go Minority Report. It's his worst movie. That might be a hot take. All right, and this is his best. No, this is great. I love the music. It was very, um, very Hitchcockian, like I said before, which I really appreciated about it. I wish it was a little more suspenseful. And I don't know if you guys felt that way or not, but I like, I think what makes Hitchcock's movies so successful is the suspense he builds. And I think he spends, I mean, depending on the story, but he spends a lot of time with the, the criminal. And I think that's what I wish this was a little more like, I kind of wish it was almost like, obviously it was Spielberg. So it's going to be blockbustery and Hollywoody. But I kind of wish it was more indie-ish where you would kind of just you're with him the whole time. And then at the end, it's kind of like, what is this guy up to? Like, what's he running from? And then at the end, you're like, oh, I kind of wish it was more of that type of thing. More of like an art house indie film, which I'd love to see. But first, I mean, you got to love Spielberg. You got to love Tom Hanks, even though I didn't like him in this. (laughs) You got to like Leo. You got to like Amy Adams. There it is. There's the photo. (laughs) Jesse's hanging with the crew. Um. I'm going to go seven passports. All right. So that w- I would recommend for people who enjoy thriller type movies. A little long, like Jesse said, but didn't really bother me too bad. So the production design was great. The costume design was great. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to make a film based in the sixties and fifties and do it well. So, I mean, as you can see by my background, unless you're listening on audio, my favorite outfit, white pants, <laughs> orange sweater. I might have to do that for Halloween. It'd be a good Halloween. And you're just always running. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there always comes up. There's like a good duo costume that would be great if you ran a marathon where like I was dressed as Tom Hanks, you know, like the FBI and you were dressed as Leo and just the whole marathon. Oh, it was me chasing you. You have like a suitcase. You're just like. <laughs> can we please do that that would be hilarious like the you know like pennywise and georgie uh there's just we so should really do that, that we should actually yeah. plan that like legitimately next year let's do that i will 100 percent right. do it all right i'm in um i am bummed they did they said catch me a lot but they did not say catch me if you can that's true mm-hmm. the Bummer. true test the onset test this is the what makes a good movie is if they say the title in the movie. It's just one thing, <laughs> number one. But but yeah, I think that's it for me. Um, do you guys want to get like movie news or anything or what do you got? What do you mean? I I haven't. This isn't like a movie. Everyone, I should watch the movie, but 
Um, this past sure. week they did the um, MLB Field of Dreams. Oh, game. right. Mm-hmm. And I should go back and watch Field of Dreams, but I am not big on watching baseball, but this, this was cool. Um, you know, they did the thing where like all the players like walked out from uh, the cornfield into the outfield. Um, I, I actually hadn't heard about it until after it happened. And I don't know how that's possible. Like, I, I feel like they should have, they probably did market this like a ton, but like, I didn't I, know about it either though. It until you told more me. marketing. Right. Cause it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a location in Iowa. I think it's the first MLB game ever played in Iowa. Um, Oh, wow. And it just feels, feels like this should have happened a long time ago, but I'm super happy that it happened. Sweet. That was cool. Yeah. We, uh, uh, angels in the outfield again. Oh my God. It could happen. happen. (laughs) I say that all the time. Um, it was Friday the 13th this past Friday. So celebration to that. So, you know, generally we had a movie night in our alleyway where we screened Friday the 13th with all of our friends. And that was fun. Um, yeah, it's so kind of fun. I watched actually part two as well earlier in the day. So it was a good old day of Jason Voorhees. I was going to, this isn't movie news, but I was going to mention it earlier. Maybe we cut it out. I don't know. But uh, the bowling alley, uh, there's a new craft brewery slash bowling alley reopening in Honea Falls, New York. Whoa. Uh, do your, if you're in the greater Rochester area and want to check craft them brewery? out. Yeah. It's, um, Megan what? Phillips. Who I, I mean, she graduated with my sister. They like wor- worked out in a brewery in San Francisco and they, I saw they're coming back and they're reopening what was Bronco bowl, then Miller lanes. And it's like half a brew house and half a bowling. That's awesome, actually. I feel cool? like that'll do what I mean, I think it'll do well, right? I mean, enough people like beer in Honey Falls. Yeah, I think it's called like OK Beer or something or OK Brewing. Gotcha. But check them out. Um, cool. All right. I watched the 100 Foot Wave. I don't remember if I was watching that last time. Never heard. What is Absolutely that? Absolutely insane. It's on HBO. It's about big wave surfing and surfing a 100 Ooh. foot wave. Okay. McNamara. I put it on because I was like, oh, I, I heard people mention it and I'll just put something on in the background. And I was enthralled the whole, <laughs> it's a six part mini series, four episodes are out. I think the fifth one comes out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Really crazy. If you liked the like Alex and old, like the free solo and climbing stuff, if anyone yeah. likes those, this is like that same where you're just watching crazy people like <clears throat> yeah think- i'll have to check it out cool i haven't gotten into I'm, i haven't really gotten into those types of movies um I, I just don't like really i don't like rock climbing so it didn't really interest me but i'd be curious just to see it but surfing sounds pretty cool it's really cool i mean to that i will say my favorite rock climbing sequence is from mission impossible 2 when tom cruise is just hanging on the edge of a cliff <laughs> Pretty sure he did that himself too. Sounds right. Sounds about right. Yeah, even if he didn't. But um, Venom two got pushed back to October fifteenth. It was supposed to be in September, but I think COVID reasons or something. But it's the same day that Halloween's coming out, so I think it's gonna hurt the box office for that one. Mm. 
You can actually go see Venom instead. (laughs) This is the one with Carnage, right? Yes. I should probably see that. I haven't seen Venom. I I know you had mixed feelings about it. I hope hope it's good, but... It's got hope hope because Andy Serkis uh, directed it. He's the guy who played, like, he does all, like, the... He'd Gollum and King Kong and... uh, you know planet of the apes he's always like the motion tracker guy the motion mm-hmm. um, capture guy um, but he's really good so i have faith in the movie wait but so who he knows? did he directed it he direct is this he, has he directed before yeah, he did it he did actually a, a jungle book story a couple years ago called mowgli and it was like the story of mowgli oh. um, but i think he's getting more into directing um but he's really good i think he's super talented again cool. he's robbed of oscars they need to have like a stunt oscar or something because he deserves I, it oddly i heard his name a lot Never yeah you know like he does everything andy circus yeah. yeah but but yeah i think that's it for me finishing physical now tv started season two of ted lasso what do you think? brought up last time but i hadn't started season two yet let's chat about it um i mean i'd love ted i don't know whether or not i'll like the second season more yet i know exactly i feel this i did not like the first episode yeah the first i was like oh is this gonna it'll be good but it's not gonna be it's like the same thing it's kind of like i wish it was in the first season series or season you know yeah i I don't know i just don't know if there's something specific you wanted to talk about because last time you were like oh i'll wait till you see it i just i just don't know i don't know i kind of wish it was as much as i loved like i loved the first season i I just wish it was a one-off and i kind of just because it was so good i just don't understand why they would make a second like I mean, obviously, because uh-huh. they're going to make money. Like, it's uh, everyone's going to watch it. But, yeah, it doesn't hit the same. It's, like, almost like they're reusing jokes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it has potential, and I think it'll be good. I just don't think it'll, it'll be, be fine. As, I'm going to watch it. it. as good as the first season. Right. It won't. But I'm going to watch it anyway. So I'd love to be uh, surprised. Surprising me. So do I. I hope they do that. I just, I really, I've tried, but I can't stand Roy. He's funny. Joe, you need to watch Ted Lasso. I know. I think we'd like it. We, we keep talking about it. and You guys would love it. It's, yeah, it's just got to get into it. I think Dee would really, really love it. I think you guys yeah, she, it. she keeps talking about watching it. And yeah, we just got to find the time and sit down and do it. It's really good. Cool. That is a wrap, I believe. All right.